0: Welcome to Future Foodcast. I'm Pam Line Miller, your host. I want to thank our sponsor, Farm to Plate. They are creating tomorrow's food business ecosystem today. You can find out more at farmtoplate.io. Today's guest is coming to us. I'm in the U.S. and he's on the other side of the world in the Dubai Emirates area, and we are so excited to bring him to you. His name is Faraz El-Sofi. He's the general manager for Emirates Crop One Bustanica. Welcome to the podcast, Faraz.
1: Thank you so much, Pam, for having me. It's a great pleasure to be here with you tonight.
0: Yes, I'm delighted to speak with you and bring to our audience and and the greater public, actually, just the innovative things that you're doing with Bustanica. First of all, can you explain to us a little bit about Bustanica and what the company is?
1: So, uh, Bostanica. I will just come to to say a bit about the name and how we came up with it. So, Bostanica in Arabic means uh, "bostan," which is your garden. So that's how we came with the uh, word Bostanica, the brand name. So it's an amazing story where we we replicate everything happens at your garden at our world's large, largest vertical farm, Bostanica. So the idea started in 2016, 2017 where Emirates uh, Flight Catering, which is one of the like biggest uh, caterer of airlines uh, in the region, uh, that we supply over 110 airlines with uh, over 250,000 meals a day, because Emirates Flight Catering cares uh, about their end user and consumer. So we started looking at how we can uh, secure some of our procurement. So we looked into different things again in 2016, 2017, and we found out that leafy greens don't travel well. So... What happens before is that we get the leafy greens sometimes imported from different type uh, or uh, origins. And then what we do is we wash them, sanitize them, chop them and start to dish them. And then if there is anything uh, like a red flag from the lab, we have to recall all the products, resource something else, and again, start to wash and sanitize all the dishes, plates, machinery in order for us to serve uh, again. So uh, that's how the idea started. So we started looking on different uh, because we wanted someone uh, or some company to, uh, to buy their technology, I would say, or partnership with them. So we started looking at different parts of the world on how we can achieve this. Where we came uh, to find in 2020, we started uh, the construction of the facility, which is the world's largest vertical farm. We finished, it was through COVID, we finished in 2000, 2022 in uh, August. We started operations, so it's been a bit over a year now, and uh, wow. it's been great.
0: Wow. So this really was born out of the challenges that you were having with supplying fresh greens for all, really all the airlines.
1: Yeah, I, I yeah. agree. Uh, again, we, we cater over 110 airlines with 200,000 uh, uh, meals a day. So we wanted to, and because we care. So that Bostanica yeah. started because we care on the uh, quality of the food mm-hmm. that we cater to our airline uh, partners.
0: Well I have to tell you for us I was traveling recently in New Zealand and by chance I was at a at a location and um, started talking to another couple my husband and I and she is a stewardess in first class of Emirates Airline and she simply could not stop talking about how how great the greens are. When I told when I heard out what she did, I said, oh, I'm going to be talking to for us who supplies all your greens. She said, oh, they're just the best, they're always fresh, they're crisp, they're just delicious and they're and so I can just give you a testimonial right there. I, I it was just a couple of weeks ago and I thought, He's going to be so so surprised when I get to talk to him. And I wanted to bring that to the public as well, that the quality of the greens is really above what you would expect, especially on an airline. Like you said, there's usually challenges with timing and and getting it all prepared and then and having it be its best when you actually serve it to your uh, airline passengers. And so I just wanted to share that little testimonial with you and uh, with our listeners as well. So it's a really good um,
1: product. I'm I'm proud always to hear this. I'm really proud. To yes. hear that, I'm glad.
0: <laughs> I was proud too, but I was proud on your behalf that I was going to get <laughs> to to bring this to the public. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about. So you you were introducing Bustanica. It is the world's largest vertical farm right now. Let's not skip over that big fact. That's a big that's a big deal.
1: Yeah, it is. It is actually. It's the world's largest vertical farm where we produce and harvest three tons a day. So 3000 kg a day of leafy greens.
0: Leafy greens. That's a lot. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what that looks like, what what the physical building looks like. What does the largest vertical farm? So, yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, I'll just explain it in a bit in detail yeah. so the audience yeah. as well can imagine how it looks. So uh, Bostanica again, it's the world's largest vertical farm. The footprint of the facility is 10,000 square uh, square meter uh, on three floors. So the growing area is a bit below 29,000 square meter uh, where we uh, harvest and uh, three tons, as I said, daily. Within the facility, we do have, because again, we wanted to have something with isolation. So within the facility, we have 27 farms where we can control automatically the, uh, the humidity level, the temperature, the lighting between day and night mode, the, uh, uh, the uh, nutrition in the water, uh, everything around it, so uh, that's how we we got we got in the facility twenty seven uh, isolated different farms that we can go, grow different cultivars within each farm.
0: So there's twenty seven different growing environments essentially that you exactly. can create. Yeah, to have the perfect growing season, you know, we think about when we're growing outdoors or or traditional farming, we have a lot of different variables and. With this internal, vertical, totally controlled environment, there aren't all those variables or you're controlling all the variables.
1: We so we're not governed by the climate around us, yeah. as you know, uh, in the United Arab Emirates in Dubai uh, and as well as in the region. It's a harsh environment where they have like really heat in summer. Uh, it reaches like 25 to 20 in the winter. and then sometimes you get the sun out, sometimes it's cloudy, sometimes it's dusty drought. So we're not governed with those climates. So we're a controlled environment agriculture uh, where we can control uh, uh, those 27 rooms uh, 100% separately.
0: That's just amazing. And so your results are, are fabulous. Obviously, the product is really good, but also some of the results from actually growing because you're able to take advantage of some of the economies in there as far as the water and the the lighting, and uh, I know there's some advantages, particularly with water, which is a real challenge. I know in the United Arab Emirates area.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're again in a region where the water is scarce. So what we do is we save 95 percent water on on growing those uh, uh, three tons a day. So. Uh, it's re- like, it's a really amazing. Just to give you a small example. So we got yeah. the water, which is desamylated in the region, not only in the UAE. Then we uh, we run it through a, a reverse uh, reverse osmosis, an RO system yeah. where we demineralize the water and remove all the particles. Then it goes through UV pipes where we u- really purify all the water. Then we dose again. And ag- according to the cultivar that we're growing in each room separately, the, the right yeah. amount of nutrients that is required for those plants to grow. So with hydroponics or soilless-free facility, we start uh, uh, then getting the water inside those rooms and then start growing those cultivars. So comparing it to conventional farming, just to give you a quick example, like to grow one kg of lettuce, you would require uh, 317 liters of water. Whereas at Postanica we would require 15 to 17 liters of water. So that's saving 95% of water. Because again, when the plants start like start growing, they, they breathe, right? Because they're alive. Yeah. Uh, and then they start to lose some of the moisture. What we do is we capture this uh, moisture through, through the HVAC units. We condensate the water, send it back to the water treatment building where it cuts back in the loop and started with the same process. So that's why we really save a lot of water, which is again, something that we're really proud of in, in a scarce region uh, uh, when it comes to water.
0: Yes, ninety five percent savings in the water that's required to grow and the fact that you can recycle it back so you're able to use a lot of the same water again and again very little additional water needs to be added. We don't system. lose
1: water at all only within okay. the plants on uh, themselves when we harvest them but in the atmosphere like or in the environment we don't lose mm-hmm. water at all. And again, oh when gosh. you think of a, of, a, of a region whereas we it's only, uh, uh, using disinfected water to 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 the water, it really costs, costs a lot of energy. So saving yeah. uh, uh, this much water on a daily and monthly basis, we will end up by by the end of the year saving two hundred and fifty million liters of water, which is equivalent to one thousand megawatt of electricity to to get this water in right So it's a, it's a yeah. huge saving. It's a, it's a, it's a perfect sustainable environment for me.
0: It, it really is no not just for you I think for <laughs> for everyone I think this this is really a trial you know you are proving the benefits of the hydroponic farming and the fact that you don't have to send the water back through the desalinization process again again saving all of that energy that's used in that process once you once you get the water then you can just keep using that you don't have to it's it's already been. Uh, process through that well what about so you're in your internal and you're controlling all the environment what about I know there's a lot of discussion for you know pesticides and or you know all these different things that we put on plants in traditional farming how does that work with hydroponic farming
1: so because we're like a hundred percent controlled environment again agriculture so we're zero pesticides zero herbicides zero mm-hmm. chemical uh, zero fertilizer so uh, our product is uh, uh, ready to eat right out of the box. So we just harvest pack, and send it uh, uh, for consumer to eat it. Whether if it is in aviation, whether if it is in retail, horeca, because again, we have different uh, uh, channel venues that we supply over here in the U.S. So looking at the retail, Bostanic is available on all major retailers in uh, in Dubai or in the United Arab mm-hmm. Emirates.
0: Okay. So Bustanica really started for the airline industry, but now has expanded because the product is good. It's very viable. It's available and nice and fresh right there in your area.
1: Uh, The the, the case study was built in order to achieve the food security in the UAE. Again, the the UAE strategy of food security 2050, we wanted to be part of it. So part of it, again, I said, uh-huh. Bostanica established because we care. Emirates Flight Catering cares about their consumers. Yes. So we wanted to to, to have the best leaf uh, uh, online, uh, I mean, on airlines and then yeah. as well as on hotels, restaurants, coffee shops and retail and everyone else like we're we're happy to support uh, the community and uh, give back a great product for them to consume.
0: Yes. And also be part of the initiative that. Your, what's trying to be achieved in the area. So that just, you're just really supplying um, just another another part of that, which is really great. And I wanna come back around to all the no's that you said, which no is usually a negative, but in this case, it's really a positive. No pesticides, no herbicides, no fertilizers. There's There's really nothing added to the product.
1: Nothing at all. That's why it makes it ready to eat right out of the box.
0: Yeah, ready to eat out of the box. All right. Normally when I get lettuce at my house, then I wash it and dry it and, and you don't have to do that.
1: No, not at all. Even we urge our consumers not to wash it because if you wash it, you will contaminate it with tap water. So we tell them it's very safe. Please don't wash it. Uh, again, it's not only you can terminate it with the tap water, but uh, when you wash the leafy greens especially, so when you wash them, you shorten the shelf life, you lose uh, on the uh, crispness of, and the flavorness of those leaves, you lose uh, on the color, they go to uh, washing, sanitizing, right, so you get those bruises on the leaves, so all of this, it's it's way different. So when you try all the product, you will feel the freshness, the crispness, the flavorness, they're full, they're rich. They're amazing, they're just amazing, honestly.
0: I cannot wait to try it. I just think it's, it's so counterintuitive to us. Uh, I think people are gonna have to listen to this podcast more than once to really understand fresh out of the box, literally you will contaminate it, bruise it and otherwise degrade the product if you try to wash it and prepare it like we traditionally do with our farm grown lettuces. I just think I it's a different way of thinking.
1: I agree 100%. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So this also helps us because we've been trying to figure out about you know the land that's available to farm on. So this this helps us with that as well.
1: Exactly. We're utilizing the uh, the land space. We can't keep losing arable lands because I came to an article like we're losing a, a soccer pitch every second uh, uh, of arable land around the globe. We can't be doing this anymore. We're a population of 8 billion, a bit over 8 billion, and we're expected to be around almost 10 billion by 2050. That's like 26 years from now. So uh, we need uh, we need to find other solutions, and uh, uh, vertical farming is uh, part of the solution, I, I believe. So again, we're the world's largest where we grow and harvest 3,000 3, kg a day in a 10,000 square uh, meter facility footprint right so if you want to right. to harvest the same amount of produce in conventional farming you would require 470,000 square meter of land that's oh. almost twice the size of dubai airport so imagine this in utilization of space as well so it's an amazing uh, story so you save on water on uh, you save uh, on uh, space utility fertilizers everything so it's a uh, it's an amazing uh, future uh, solution for agriculture, I believe,
0: well, yes. and some of the population numbers that you brought up, uh, the u n has done the world study as as you know, and I was doing a little bit of research. and for um you maintain I'm reading this twelve of the seventeen u n sustainable development goals that they've laid out for uh, development goals. That's quite a That's quite a feather in your cap, as they say, like that is extremely high. 12 out of 17 of their goals you're already meeting.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree 100 percent. Again, it's a great project. I believe uh, uh, vertical farming is the future of uh, agriculture.
0: Yes, I think some of our listeners might be are going to be investigating what you're doing at Bustanica. But there's one more area that I wanted to ask you about, because we have a lot of fluctuation with. You know our our pricing and and how because because of all the variables that exist in traditional farming. So how does that work because you have such a controlled environment? Is the pricing as volatile or uh,
1: i I don't think so because uh, uh, looking at how much saving we do when it comes to water, and again, in a region where we uh, we don't have enough arable lines uh, over here in the in the in the GCC countries, especially in the year as well. And then mm-hmm. saving on this water would save you, as I said before, 250 million liters of water, which is equivalent to 1000 megawatt of power. So imagine how much saving we've done. Again, at the same time, from the same seed, we we harvest three times. So when we transplant those uh, uh, plants, uh, in four weeks, we do the first harvest. And again, after two weeks, we, we do the second harvest. And again, after two weeks, we do the third harvest. So imagine the the uh, the amount of saving we do proceeds uh, growing, but as in conventional farming, you just take the the full leaf and then you have to go in the whole process again. Uh, yeah. And again, looking at it uh, uh, in vertical farming at Postanica and any vertical farming, a controlled uh, environment agriculture, we're twenty percent faster growing our leaves than conventional farming. Why? Because we give it's a precision farming, so we give the right nutrients. The, the, the right amount of lights, the the perfect temperature environment. So that's why we're 20% faster. So putting all of these uh, uh, together really will will give you, uh, uh, it's a great impact on uh, price-wise. So it's not at all costly. Plus, yeah. in the end, we're not trying to compete with conventional farming. We're here to collaborate in order for us to achieve the UAE's, uh, vision towards the uh, food strategy 2050. So we need more right. of these projects So to work hand by hand to make this possible in the coming uh, years. So we're ready here to collaborate, share the knowledge, the experience, and we're always ready to and happy to explore more.
0: Yeah, that's exciting. And speaking of sharing the knowledge, you uh, you don't do this by yourself. I mean, there these hydroponic farms and all these different what nutrient requirements and all of that, uh, that's all monitored and and followed by scientists and experts i am assuming i don't know who's part of the team at bustanica that make sure that all this growing happens so well
1: exactly it's not about so bustanica was built uh, as the world's largest vertical farm again with the most innovative cutting-edge technology to make this happen so everything mm-hmm. run uh, uh, smoothly without interference of the humans Unless there is an alert, so we come just uh, uh, our technicians or IT just come and solve it, which is rarely always does happen. But once you have the best technology, you need to marry this with the 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 highest amount or let's say uh, skilled uh, people and agronomics. So uh, to put it like for example, you can't just buy a Formula car and expect to win the race. You need the best driver and the best team as well behind him. Uh, in terms of technicians and IT. So that's what we did at Bostanica. So we hired the best uh, uh, scientists or plant uh, health scientists uh, from different uh, backgrounds with different experience from different parts of the world for mm-hmm. us to make sure that we always grow the best quality produce and because we care. So we care, really, we care about what we grow in order to make ourselves to deliver the best product, the best qualities. Uh, and that's what we do.
0: It is so clear that you care about what's happening, about the people, about the land, about the initiatives for sustainability, and are just rising to the occasion to meet uh, to meet what's needed out there. And I, I don't really see any negatives to this type of farming. Is there a, something we should be concerned about? I, I just see all positive.
1: Believe me, uh, I'm so confident that in couple of years, especially with this technology uh, evolving everywhere around the sector of agriculture, right. I believe vertical farming with the growing and increasing uh, population, uh, again, we can't uh, afford losing those herbal lines, scarcity of fresh water as well to grow. I believe this is 100% the future, it's the solution. It's going to be an uh, evolving technology. And I'm glad that Bostanica took this initiative to to build the world's largest vertical farm with the best plant health scientists. And we're ready to collaborate and share our uh, uh, knowledge with everyone because we we care. We want this business to be something that everyone depends on uh, in the future.
0: Absolutely. And you know, at Future Foodcast, we love bringing technology and innovation in the food industry to our listeners. And with the Emirates Crop One, Bustanica, you have done all of that today. I'm so appreciative of you uh, spending your time with us. Ferris, thank you so much for sharing about this project and the initiative that you've undertaken.
1: It's always our pleasure again, Pam, and thank you so much for having me today. I, uh, I would like really to thank you for that because it's a great opportunity to uh, let your audience uh, understand more about what Dubai has uh, been bringing uh, uh, to the world, uh, building the world's largest vertical farm by Emirates Flight Catering over here in Dubai. So we're yes. so happy to be with you today.
0: Very exciting. And to our listeners and watchers on YouTube, if you enjoyed this interview, please let us know, share some comments, share our podcast, subscribe so you can hear our next interview that has to do with innovation and technology in the food industry. Thank you for being with us.
1: Thanks for listening to Future Foodcast. Future Foodcast is powered by Farm to Plate, the leading food blockchain platform. Subscribe on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to stay up to date with the very latest innovations in the food industry.